0: Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois 60188. All rights reserved. Today is March 9th. My name is Bill and this is Bible in a Year with Bill. We're on day 68 of our journey through the Word this year. Today we're going to be reading from Deuteronomy chapters 10, 11, and 12. And then we're going to finish off today's reading with Mark chapter 16. Thanks for joining me today, and let's get right into it. Deuteronomy chapter 10. At that time the Lord said to me, chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones. Also make a wooden ark, a sacred chest to store them in. Come up to me on the mountain and I will write on the tablets the same words that were on the ones you smashed. Then place the tablets in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood and cut two stone tablets like the first two. Then I went up the mountain with the tablets in my hand. Once again, the Lord wrote the Ten Commandments on the tablets and gave them to me. They were the same words the Lord had spoken to you from the heart of the fire on the day you were assembled at the foot of the mountain. Then I turned and came down the mountain and placed the tablets in the Ark of the Covenant, which I had made just as the Lord commanded me, and the tablets are still there in the Ark. The people of Israel set out from the wells of the people of Jeachen and traveled to Moserah, where Aaron died and was buried. His son Eleazar ministered as high priest in his place. Then they journeyed to Gadgogah, Gudgoda, and from there to Jotbatha, a land with many brooks and streams. At that time the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the Lord's covenant and to stand before the Lord as his ministers and to pronounce blessings in his name. These are their duties to this day. That is why the Levites have no share of property or possession of land among the other Israelite tribes. The Lord himself is their special possession, as the Lord your God told them. As for me, I stayed on the mountain in the Lord's presence for 40 days and nights as I had done the first time. And once again, the Lord listened to my pleas and agreed not to destroy you. Then the Lord said to me, get up and resume the journey and lead the people to the land I swore to give to their ancestors so they may take possession of it and now israel what does the lord your god require of you he requires only that you fear the lord your god and live in a way that pleases him and love him and serve him with all your heart and soul and you must always obey the lord's commands and decrees that i am giving you today for your own good Look, the highest heavens and the earth and everything in it all belong to the Lord your God. Yet the Lord chose your ancestors as the objects of his love, and he chose you, their descendants, above all other nations, as is evident today. Therefore, change your hearts and stop being stubborn for the lord your god is the god of gods and lord of lords he is the great god the mighty and awesome god who shows no partiality and cannot be bribed he ensures that orphans and widows receive justice he shows love to the foreigners living among you and gives them food and clothing so you too must show love to foreigners for you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of egypt you must fear the Lord your God and worship him and cling to him. Your oaths must be in his name alone. He alone is your God, the only one who is worthy of your praise, the one who has done these mighty, thing, mighty miracles that you have seen with your own eyes. When your ancestors went down into Egypt, there were only 70 of them. But now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. Deuteronomy chapter 11. You must love the Lord your God and always obey his requirements, decrees, regulations, and commands. Keep in mind that I am not talking now to your children who have never experienced the discipline of the Lord your God or seen his greatness and his strong hand and powerful arm. They didn't see the miraculous signs and wonders he performed in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his land. They didn't see what the Lord did to the armies of Egypt and to their horses and chariots, how he drowned them in the, round, in the Red Sea as they were chasing you. He destroyed them and they have not recovered to this very day. Your children didn't see how the Lord cared for you in the wilderness until you arrived here. They didn't see what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, a descendant of Reuben, when the earth opened its mouth in the Israelite camp and swallowed them, along with their households and tents and every living thing that belonged to them. But you have seen the Lord perform all these mighty deeds with your own eyes." therefore be careful to obey every command i am giving you today so you may have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter if you obey you will live you'll enjoy a long life in the land of the lord the lord swore to give you to your ancestors and to you their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot, as in a vegetable garden. Rather, the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. If you carefully obey the commands I am giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rains in their proper seasons, the early and late rains, so you can bring in your harvests of grain, new wine, and olive oil. He will give you lush pasture land for your livestock, and you yourselves will have all you want to eat. But be careful. Don't let your heart be deceived so that you turn away from the Lord and serve and worship other gods. If you do, the Lord's anger will burn against you. He will shut up the sky and hold back the rain, and the ground will fail to produce its harvests. Then you will quickly die in that good land that the Lord is giving you. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Be careful to obey all these commands I am giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. Then the Lord will drive out all the nations ahead of you, though they are much greater and stronger than you, and you will take over their land. Wherever you set foot, that land will be yours. Your frontiers will stretch from the wilderness in the south to Lebanon in the north and from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you, for the Lord your God will cause the people to fear and dread you as he promised, wherever you go in the whole land. Look, today I am giving you the choice between a blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from Him and worship gods you have not known before. When the Lord your God brings you into the land and helps you take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. These two mountains are west of the Jordan River in the land of the Canaanites who live in the Jordan Valley, near the town of Gilgal, not far from the Oaks of Moray. For you are about to cross the Jordan River to take over the land the Lord your God is giving you. When you take that land and are living in it, you must be careful to obey all the decrees and regulations I am giving you today. Deuteronomy, chapter 12. These are the decrees and regulations you must be careful to obey when you live in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must obey them as long as you live. When you drive out the nations that live there, you must destroy all places where they worship their gods, high on the mountains, up on the hills, and under every green tree, break down their altars and smash their sacred pillars, burn their Ashura poles and cut down their carved idols, completely erase the names of their gods." Do not worship the Lord your God in the way these pagan peoples worship their gods. Rather, you must seek the Lord your God at the place of worship he himself will choose from among all the tribes, the place where his name will be honored. There you will bring your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, your sacred offerings, your offerings to fulfill a vow, your voluntary offerings, and your offerings of the firstborn animals of your herds and flocks. There you and your families will feast in the presence of the Lord your God, and you will rejoice in all you have accomplished, because the Lord your God has blessed you. Your pattern of worship will change. Today all of you are doing as you please because you have not yet arrived at the place of rest, the land the Lord your God is giving you as your special possession. But you will soon cross the Jordan River and live in the land the Lord your God is giving you. When he gives you rest from all your enemies and you're living safely in the land, you must bring everything I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, your sacred offerings, and your offerings to fulfill a vow to the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. You must celebrate there in the presence of the Lord your God with your sons and daughters and all your servants, and remember to include the Levites who live in your towns, for they will receive no allotment of land from among you. Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings just anywhere you like. You may do so only at the place the Lord will choose within one of your tribal territories. There you must offer your burnt offerings and do everything I command you but you may butcher your animals and eat their meat in any town whenever you want you may freely eat the animals with which the lord your god blesses you all of you whether ceremonially clean or unclean may eat that meat just as you now eat gazelle and deer but you must not consume the blood you must pour it out on the ground like water but you may not eat your offerings in your home town, neither the tithe of your grain and new wine and olive oil, nor the firstborn of your flocks and herds, nor any offering to fulfill a vow, nor your voluntary offerings, nor your sacred offerings. You must eat these in the presence of the Lord your God at the place He will choose. Eat them there with your children, your servants, and the Levites who live in your towns, celebrating in the presence of the Lord your God in all you do. And be very careful never to neglect the Levites as long as you live in your land when the lord your god expands your territory as he has promised and you have the urge to eat meat you may freely eat meat whenever you want it might happen that the designated place of worship the place the lord your god chooses for his name to be honored is a long way from your home if so you may butcher any of the cattle sheep or goats the lord has given you and you may freely eat the meat in your hometown as i have commanded you any Anyone, whether ceremonially clean or unclean, may eat that meat, just as you do now with gazelle and deer. But never consume the blood, for the blood is the life, and you must not consume the life blood with the meat. Instead, pour out the blood on the ground like water. Do not consume the blood, so that all may go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what pleases the Lord. Take your sacred gifts and your offerings given to fulfill a vow to the place the Lord chooses. You must offer the meat and blood of your burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord your God. The blood of your other sacrifices must be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, but you may eat the meat. Be careful to obey all my commands, so that all will go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is good and pleasing to the Lord your God." When the Lord your God goes ahead of you and destroys the nations and you drive them out and live in their land, do not fall into the trap of following their customs and worshipping their gods. Do not inquire about their gods, saying, How do these nations worship their gods? I want to follow their example. You must not worship the Lord your God the way the other nations worship their gods, for they perform for their gods every detestable act that the Lord hates. They even burn their sons and daughters as sacrifices to their gods. So be careful to obey all the commands I give you. You must not add anything to them or subtract anything from them. Mark chapter 16 Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus' body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, "'Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb?' But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside." When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked, but the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. The women fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened. Now this is the shorter ending of Mark. Then they briefly reported all this to Peter and his companions. Afterward, Jesus himself sent them out from east to west with the sacred and unfailing message of salvation that gives eternal life. Amen. And this is the longer ending of Mark. After Jesus rose from the dead early on Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. Afterward, he appeared in a different form to two of his followers who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. They rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. Still later, he appeared to the eleven disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless the reading of your word today. Thank you for your word. He is risen. Whether you choose to believe it or not, Jesus rose from the dead, proving that death could not hold him. Do you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you believe that he, as sinless as he was, took on the sins of everyone, denied himself, and died a horrendous death on the cross, and then three days later rose from death, showing us that sin can be beaten through belief in him? If you believe this, then pray this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I come to you asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for the sins of the world. I believe that you rose from the dead to conquer death and sin. I repent or turn away from my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, Work in me and through me that I may love others as Jesus loves them. You know what? If this is the first time you've ever prayed a prayer like this, I want to encourage you to find a Christian community to be a part of. Community is so important to your walk with Christ. Thanks for joining me today on Bible in a Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.